It is Wednesday, uh, the 19th, so July 19th, 2023. My main feelings this morning are frustration. So I'm working on, so, so, (laughs) oh, geez. The problem that I'm having is that when you, there's a charm in the game that you can buy called the Midas charm. And what it does is it makes all future heart drops and any um, bread in the shop golden. Uh, So it, it basically makes healing impossible, but uh, heart golden hearts and golden bread give you gold. So you have a ton of money essentially, but you can never heal. There's no way to heal anymore. You've removed healing from the game. Uh, and it's a cool, it's like, it's a cool charm. Uh, it's, it's a fun way to play the game because you get really, you become a glass cannon. You get really powerful because you have a lot of gold, so you can buy a lot of upgrades, but you can never heal. So every single hit you take is permanent. Uh, but the problem is that, um, it's the kind of charm that once you purchase it once, you don't ever want to see it as an option in your shop again, because it doesn't stack. Um, so some charms in the game stack and some charms don't. So I made it so that when you purchase the charm, it removes it from the item pool. The problem is that uh, when you restart the game, like if you retry, so you don't, not closing out of the game and reopening it, but just hitting the retry button. Uh, and then you go to the shop and it gives you the Midas charm and you buy the Midas charm. Um, it it can't it doesn't remove it from the item pool anymore for some reason. And the bug is driving me crazy. I can't figure out why it's not working. Um, I probably just don't understand the problem well enough right now. Uh, but essentially, I think the item pool isn't resetting. So my item pool is a resource and it's a list of um, it's a list of charms, basically, that it can grab and stick into the shop. Uh, and I keep track of the items that have been removed from the shop and the ones that have or the, that have been removed from the pool and the ones that have been completely removed from or erased from the pool, which is kind of different. Remove from the pool basically means it'll throw them back in again once it runs out. So it'll go through every single item in the pool, and then once it runs out, it puts all those items back in so it can go through them again. And it's randomized each time, so you don't get them in the same order. But um, you're going to, if you, you're never going to get two of the same item in the shop. That's impossible right now. Um, anyways, I'm keeping track of these things and I, it should be re- theoretically, it should be resetting properly. I have a function that tries to reset it. So it's back to how it was before, but I think in reality it's broken. It's not resetting properly for some reason. Um, but I, I need to figure out how to debug it better and look into that and hopefully fix this issue before tomorrow. Well, I'm sure I can get this fixed before tomorrow, but I've already spent like an hour on it and I'm just frustrated with it. Um, 
The other interesting thing is just how different mechanics in a game can come together and work in a way that seems obvious in retrospect, but um, if you're trying to use foresight, it, it's very difficult to predict what's going to happen. And this is something that I strongly believe in, that games are rather chaotic, and that's why it's that's why I don't really believe in planning um, planning exactly what your game is going to be like without actually just making it like it's not that you can't plan it's just that you should assume that your plan is not going to work out um, and that you're going to have to make adjustments as you see how things are going to interact and an example of this is that i sent the game to my buddy um jonathan uh he I sent it to him to play test it and have him record himself. And it was interesting to watch him play it. And it was really helpful because what happened was uh, there's a charm called the bat fang charm, which has a 5% chance of healing you. And uh, when a 5% chance of healing you when you kill an enemy. Um, and I've only ever gotten that charm in combination with the Midas charm, which is basically means, well, it doesn't heal you. It gives you a heart. There's a difference between those two things, and that's important. Um, it actually drops a heart right on you. Uh, so there's a 5% chance that every time you kill an enemy, it'll drop a heart on you. But if you have the Midas charm, then it drops a golden heart. Um, so basically, it gives you even more gold. And it's really fun um to combine those two charms but he got it without the Midas charm and had had uh the game the slime enemies they're, they're the slime enemies in the game and they split right and the slime boss um splits a, a bunch of times and the the dragon boss at the end of the second dungeon spits out slimes too still <laughs> i want to make it f like fiery slimes at some point but right now it's still just green slimes um and so you kill a lot of enemies in these boss fights so a five percent chance is a pretty high pretty high odds considering um how many enemies you kill uh you know if you kill if you kill um 20 enemies, you're, let's see, 20 enemies, you'd be guaranteed to get one heart, I think. Well, not guaranteed, but like stati statistically speaking, you'd get one heart. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty common. He did get kind of lucky, I think, but he was fighting the, he got the charm, he was fighting the dragon boss, and he was kind of um, playing cautiously, mainly focusing on avoiding the projectiles. And uh, I adjusted the distance on the spell so it doesn't reach all the way across the room. So what would happen is the dragon would go to one side of the room and he would go to the other to, to kind of get in a position where he could dodge the fireballs. And, uh, and because, because of that, he wasn't close enough to hit the dragon anymore. And so his shots were falling short of actually hitting the dragon. And that made the battle last longer. And then, of course, every time the dragon um, spit up slimes, uh, he got a bunch of hearts from the slimes. So basically, the whole room was like full of hearts, which is not what I want. 
because, oh, the other thing is that if you have full health, you can't pick up hearts. So what was happening is he'd have full health and it would create a heart on him, but then it wouldn't pick it up because he had full health. So it created this weird scenario where there was a whole bunch of hearts in the map and it just, it was like, I, I, you know, it seems obvious now, but I didn't foresee this happening. <laughs> the combination of these things happening in order to create this situation. It's not that I never foresee stuff like this, because I do. I do anticipate like, oh, I can see where this could potentially go, right? It's just you miss stuff still. Uh, you don't see it all. And it's interesting to see that. So watching him play gave me some ideas for how to solve this problem, prevent that from happening. I definitely don't want hearts to drop all the time. Um, in fact, uh, your, cha an, your chances of an enemy dropping a heart are greatly uh, decreased if you're on full health. So um, because I don't want a bunch of extra hearts floating around in the rooms. Um, I want to give hearts to the player when they need it. If they're if they're low on health, then I increase the chances of a heart drop um, to try and to try and give them a heart. I think that's uh, more fun for the player. It's kind of like here, you're low on health. Here's a heart. But if they have full health and you give them a whole bunch of hearts, it starts to feel bad. It's like well, I can't even use these for anything. Anyways. So that was useful um, feedback, some stuff for me to fix for tomorrow. I also told my wife last night, I was like, I feel like I'm making the game worse every time I update it. <laughs> and I, I don't actually think that's true, but to some extent, it feels like sometimes when I make changes to try and fix it, um, you know, fix problem that I see, it kind of, there's like a balance between fixing a problem to try and prevent a problem from happening and then preventing any fun as well like sometimes you're so concerned about fixing problems that your problem fixes end up removing the fun from the game as well and i think there are a few places where i may have done that like um a specific example that i can think of is uh I made it so that the the spell upgrades are separate from the charms. So you don't get spell upgrades in the shop, um, which this is my plan all along. Uh, you get them from a book that you find in the dungeon. You upgrade your spell. And the reason I wanted that is because the spell upgrades are kind of, they're not necessary. Like I'm not going to force players to get them. But at the same time, I also want to if they do decide to get the upgrade, I want to force them to get something that's good. Because the problem that I saw was that players would go to the shop and they would buy stuff that was like, um, maybe not a very good choice with what the current build that they were in, right? Whatever they were working on. And so what happened was they would go into the boss battle and they would be really weak because they didn't get like a, they were falling behind the curve really quickly. And I wanted to kind of help prevent that. Uh, but at the same time, it's also kind of like, I feel like I, you don't want to remove bad decisions from the game. You just want to, you want to, 
You want your game to allow players to make bad decisions. Because making bad decisions is part of the fun of learning the game. Like, oh, this, you know, I bought this last time and that didn't work very well because of whatever combination of charms I have, you know. Um, you don't want decisions that are always bad, right? Like, say you have a charm that is just a bad charm. It's never, never a good one to buy. You don't want an always bad decision, but you want situations where, depending on how things have gone, that decision is bad in the moment in that, in that situation, right? And I feel like I kind of removed that a bit from the game. So now I'm trying to add it back in. I'm going to add more charms. I think adding more charms in again before tomorrow will be helpful in creating scenarios where, oh, I can see how this charm, you know, I can see how this charm could be really good in a specific situation. But right now, if I buy it, it's actually not a good decision. Like that's the optimal or, or that's this, that's the kind of, game that you want. You want one that has bad decisions in it, but those decisions aren't always bad. Sometimes they might be the right decision. And it's up to the player to be able to look at their current situation and pick the right decision based on that kind of adaptability, um, improvisation. Uh, you want them to be able to improvise and take take what they've been given and make decisions based on the, the, the cards that they've been dealt, essentially. It's interesting that, that, you know, I kind of removed, I removed the bad decisions from the game. Um, and now I want to, I want to make sure, because if you have all good decisions, then they don't really matter, right? Um, and I feel like that's kind of what happened with End Hall. End Hall was my first commercial release on Steam. And it didn't, like, it had bad decisions in the battles. But when it came to time to choose a new um, spell, basically, at the end of each battle, I don't, they weren't called spells at the time. They're not called spells, but that's essentially what they, are, they were. Um, when it came time to choose a new spell, Every spell was essentially as good as the next. Like you could, you, it didn't really matter which spell you bought because, because none of them, like they were, they were better or worse in certain situations on the board, but like not in terms of your run. So there really wasn't any reason like other than just, I want to see what this spell does and see if it's fun. Uh, there wasn't really any reason to pick one spell over another. And it removed all of the interesting decisions. The players didn't have to improvise. They didn't have to try and pick a spell based on the other spells that they already had, you know. And that's what I want. I want to give you options in the shop as a player that make you go, hmm, what charms do I already have? What spell do I already have? What upgrades do I already have? And that information is going to help me make a good decision here in the shop. And there will be good decisions. There will be some that are better and some that are worse, depending on your build. That's the goal for the rest of the day. So I've been talking for 15 minutes. I'm going to cut it, cut it off here. 
Thanks for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.